on today's Daily Charge Supercharged Edition. Is it really real 5G this time? Really? How do these announcements affect the overall 5G rollout timeline? And is Facebook's position on political ads really coming to a boiling point? Wait, wait, I was distracted. Sorry, I'm, I'm still getting caught up on The Mandalorian. Actually, on that note, before ah. we get started, I have a Star Wars joke. What did Yoda say when he found his footage finally got converted to 4K? What did he say? HDMI. Ah! I don't know why. That's that's a good dad joke. We're just going to hold on Alfred's good, reaction face here that's for a, good, a second. That's a good dad joke. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, so as far as questions and comments, uh, to keep the conversation going, everybody's still kind of cracking down and staying busy on Cyber Monday, uh, but we do have some good comments coming in. One from Alex on Twitter. Uh, he does point out that the rumors have said that 5G isn't going to be coming until late 2020 or early 2021. Has this kind of altered that timeline? Are we going to see this sooner than originally anticipated? Uh, so I mean, it really depends on your definition of when 5G comes. If 5G coming to you uh, in a real way... It is, I mean, technically it is launching nationwide on Friday, for T-Mobile at least. We've had 5G networks launched by some of the other carriers, including T-Mobile, but they've been in like very tiny hotspots around a couple of select cities. Um, this is sort of the first time you'll be able to get a form of 5G, but to Alfred's point, it's like, it's it's a, it's a just a 20% bump, so it's not a huge boost. Um, although T-Mobile argues that's a nationwide average, so maybe you'll get more peaks in bigger cities or whatever. It just, it, it, it all averages out. But also, like, how good is T-Mobile's coverage nationwide to begin with? Just because I, I'm only saying this because I was yeah. upstate recently yeah. and, like, in a... It's not great. Yeah, in a normal area, I, like, did not get any connection outside so re- of... realistically speaking, if you don't have great T-Mobile coverage now, 5G is not going to improve that at all. So it's nationwide to a point with an asterisk the, 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 the definition of na- nationwide coverage by the way is is very loose when it comes to these carriers there are huge pockets where there's just no coverage by any of these carriers mm-hmm. right and so um you know it's sort of they, they kind of fall i think the fcc definitions and those are always fairly loose and open to interpretation uh props to everybody for making it in today we're having a bit of weather here in new york uh alfred you were upstate this week and i was upstate this week and i spent eight and a half hours on a bus to get here today, so uh, wow. applause for all of us just to make it, it in is. during the uh, the winter maelstrom. Uh, so, Roger, maybe this would be a good one to direct right at you. Uh, with the departure of John Ledger, what impact do you think this is going to have on 5G development going forward? Uh, very little. I mean, uh, John leaving, I think it was already kind of part of the plan. Uh, and they have their chief technology officer, Neville Ray, has been um, just kind of amazing in terms of how quickly he's been able to roll out first 4G back when 4G was all a thing, and now 5G. So I, I don't think any of the plans are going to change. You know, a CEO is often the face of a company, but they don't necessarily um, have a huge material impact on the execution of some of the plans. They may set the plans, but uh, it's really up to some of the lieutenants. And Neville's one of the best in the business when it comes to network upgrades. How am I going to know that 5G is available if John Ledger isn't promoting 20 tweets a day <laughs> telling me to follow him? Um, you won't, I guess. I, yeah, I You're mean, right. I, I don't know. Figure if you are the type of person <clears throat> to spend $1,300 on a 5G phone, you'll know. You'll have other ways. Switching gears over to Facebook and general social media political ad points on online these days. Uh, Timothy asks, wonder what is the boiling point for Facebook, considering they've been so under the microscope lately? Is there any major concern? I, I didn't watch this exchange until I fed it in for B-roll here for the show. 
what what exactly happened between uh, Zuck and Gail? Um, I mean, if you watch the interview, he he basically she asked him, you know, did he try? Did President Trump try to lobby you during this secret dinner that you had? Um, and Zuckerberg, ironically enough, decides to talk about how he wants to respect the privacy <laughs> of that conversation. Um, which, you know, as, as you all know, Facebook is uh, extremely uh, well on privacy and, you know, politics. So sure. great, great point from Zuckerberg there. But yeah, he, he the whole thing, like when, when it came when the news broke from NBC News that Zuckerberg had this dinner with President Trump, um, Facebook put out a statement that was kind of tongue in cheek. That was basically like, yeah, like he's the CEO of a really powerful company. Of course, he has dinner with the president. We're not going to talk about what's going on there. Right. Um, but yeah, as, as far as your question about the boiling point goes, it's boiling. We're, yeah, yeah, I feel like we're past that. We've, we've been boiling for a while now. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't, th- like Facebook is a private company and, you know, if you've seen with all these issues that have happened with it over the last two years, um, they don't really make changes based off of like public opinion or anything mm. like that. It's kind of just down to what Zuckerberg wants to do, considering he has so much of a stake in the company. Um, and, you know, he has done an about face on a lot of things. I, I think back to the 2016 presidential election when he basically responded saying, it's crazy that, yeah, you know, he scoffed like, at the notion. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy that that um, fake news on, on social media helped influence the election in any way. Then, you know, congressional hearing after congressional hearing happens and all of a sudden, Facebook decides, yeah, we're going to take a more proactive stance on right. this. So I mean, it's very possible that one day, you know, Zuckerberg will then decide, oh, yeah, we don't want to let p- politicians like lie in ads anymore. But again, this is not a shareholders thing. This is not a multiple people executives at Facebook thing. You know, people at Facebook have protested this, like their own employees have spoken out against this. And this policy has not changed, but it, it really just comes down to Mr. Zuckerberg. And keep in mind, it's a private company. It's not like the government can compel mm-hmm. Facebook yeah. to do this. Was their first real misstep, at least in this very specific instance, having a secret meeting? Why did it need to be secret? Why couldn't this just be on Front Street and just, here's transparency. This world thrives on tra- transparency now. Why are they trying to duck under the radar? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's that's definitely part of the issue there that, you know, people announce White House meetings all the time. Like you're supposed to sign sign in with the FBI and all this stuff when you visit the White House. Um, And and, you know, a lot like Tim Cook meets with Trump uh, frequently, as does like Zuckerberg has met with Trump before and those have been announced. Yeah, we know about these meetings. Yeah. So the context of this dinner, it's just I don't. I don't know why it was kept a secret. Like Facebook didn't make uh, an announcement about it. Um, the White House didn't make an announcement about it. Like NBC News reported it, and then they they make this statement as if it's you know, uh, yeah, this happens all the time. Well, then if it does, you know, you could have announced it. Right. How exactly is Facebook still a private company when they're open traded on the market? Well, well, no. Well, I mean they're publicly traded, but that doesn't mean they're not a private company. And keep in mind that the way these public companies work, I mean, yes, it, it's sort of run by shareholder vote, but Mark Zuckerberg owns like a majority of the controlling shares. So basically what he wants is what he gets with his company. And I think when we say public versus private companies, public meaning like government owned. Yeah, yeah. Like so Facebook is not keep, owned yeah, by Yeah, keep government. that in mind. Publicly traded doesn't mean that it's a public company. It just uh, publicly traded means there are shareholders who can buy into it. Uh, but it's not part of like the government or anything like that. 
Thank you for the clarification. Uh, let's switch back over to uh, 5G chat. We've got Professor Lauren on Twitter saying, uh, based on the low band frequency, this means we're going to be getting at least 600 megahertz here in more places. Uh, they say they've turned it on around here, just north of Philly, but I'm still on band four, but still getting decent coverage, so really not complaining yet. Uh, farming this out to our audience, uh, what have you seen so far? Um, where is your... Uh, what band are you relying on? And uh, have we seen anything? We haven't seen any of that here in New York yet, right? No, it's it's here. It's live. It is okay. Uh, what keep, other markets are live? Uh, well, like I said, it's it, most of the major markets. It's it's nationwide, so generally every major city should have it. Keep in mind, again, the the phones that you have right now do not have access to this new network. You would need to buy the Note 10 Plus 5G or the OnePlus 710 Pro 5G. These names are terrible, but you'd have to buy one of these new phones to tap into the new network. Theoretically, though, if more people get onto the 5G network, that 4G network that your phones are running on right now will probably get a little bit more capacity. We'll see a little bit more of a speed boost. Uh, I guess with the remaining time we got left, we'll chat a little bit about Cyber Monday. Unfortunately, we couldn't get uh, the cheapskate back on here again, Rick Broida, in a hurry. But uh, He's in the middle of finding our deals. He is. Cyber uh, warrior. <laughs> <laughs> what have we seen so far? What's, the, uh, what's on the hot button today? Uh, you know what? A lot of the deals I was talking with John Falcone, who's our other deals guru, and you know a lot of the deals that you saw on Black Friday are the same deals that are showing up on Cyber Monday. So, you know, this is sort of a, a second chance or second opportunity if you were like either, you know, if you want if you were too busy to deal with Black Friday shopping, or if you, you know, were hedging on or you know waffling on a, on a deal on Nintendo Switch. Those same deals are are back on Cyber Monday. So. Yeah, and uh, we could do we could do a few uh, black uh, I'm sorry Cyber Monday deals as well. If you want to buy one of these uh, amazing daily charge stickers, my Venmo is at John Legend. Um, we it can, really is. There, these usually sell for thirty dollars, but I can give these to you because it's Cyber Monday. I can sell this to you for five dollars today. Um, so just Venmo me five dollars. Uh, it's at John Legend, and we will uh, ship out one of these stickers to you. Oh God! Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Absolutely don't do that. Why did you bait them for that? They uh, will absolutely send you money. Don't send money to him. It's Cyber Monday. These are $30 usually. So Let's remind everybody that I'm the gatekeeper here, and I'm the one who has all the merch made, so uh, Alfred would be just skimming off the top. Please don't send him money. Please, please don't send Alfred money. He doesn't need it. Uh, I actually found... Him. He's good. I found, I don't know what you guys got so far, but if we're just kind of riffing here, uh, I actually got a good deal on a new laptop. Uh, I was going yeah. back and forth between a Dell XPS and just sticking with MacBook, uh, and I was keeping an eye on both, and I saw MacBook Pro 13-inch, 2.9 gigahertz, 256 uh, gig SSD drop below nine or below $1,000, so I scooped that up in a hurry. And uh, don't at me. I, I like my MacBook. I'm lazy. And that's where all my software lies, so I'm just going to do a, a quick and easy transfer. Did you guys get any good deals so far? I bought like a two-pound Chromebook this morning. I'd been looking at it for like <laughs> months. Uh, I'm not happy with myself about it because this is like the fifth Chromebook I have in my house. Really? Yeah. Wow. I gave away two of them for like my parents so they don't get viruses anymore. Oh, um, that's nice. And then I had a recent one, but it was like three pounds. And okay. I didn't like carrying it during Thanksgiving weekend. So this one's like two pounds. I'm not happy about it, but it is what it is. It, it was like 40% off. Yeah. I mean, I got, I think I got a new Echo Dot um, and just some random stuff. I got like a, a couple of Switch games on sale. 
Did you get Pokemon? I did not get Pokemon. That was not on sale yet. Are you planning on getting Pokemon? I'm on the fence about that. If you can, you get Sword. If you do, do you have Shield? Yeah, so we can like trade. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, cool. All right, cool, cool. <laughs> I'm on it. Uh, Commander Trium is asking if we have any further information on that ousted Huawei exec, uh, or not ousted. Sorry, I, I'm. Oh, the. You mean the the one who was imprisoned? Uh, well, since they're pushing five G well, in, in Canada right now, uh, any more info on what's developing over at Huawei? Uh, wait. Sorry, could you repeat the question? The the question is: any further news on that Huawei exec? They're pushing a five G offering here in Canada. Um, I don't have any updates on that. I know Huawei's been pushing five G. I don't know what Canada's stance is right now, uh, in terms of taking or using 5g equipment from huawei but yeah i don't sorry i i don't have an update okay i mean as far as the rollout when will canada expect 5g in the timeline i don't know i don't follow the canadian market all that closely um this is rogers and i can't remember the other one bell canada I, i feel like they are rolling it out now but i don't know for sure got it well, I guess that's probably as good a time as any to wrap things up. Sorry we had a bit of a late start today. Again, just kind of competing with weather and <laughs> schedules. But thanks for everyone for sticking with us. And uh, we'll be back at normal time again tomorrow. As we kind of wind down the year, um, we may do some more fun experiments as we get closer to the end of the year and news kind of slows down with any luck. Uh, but yeah, uh, then, of course, we've got CES coming up at the beginning of January uh, where we're going to be at the the stage every single day to kick off the day of coverage. So make sure you lovely regular listeners get a place in line for those live streams because they are going to be crowded as hell. But we look forward to seeing you there. And uh, if you have anything that you want us to keep an eye out for at CES, go ahead and bait us in the chat, in the comments, tweet at us. Uh, we're curious about what you're curious about, and uh, we'll do our best to pursue those while we're on the floor in Las Vegas. In the meantime, though, everybody have a terrific day. And Roger. Yep. Don't forget to subscribe and ring the bell so you can join us here live weekday mornings. If you have the chance, check out the links below to learn more about today's topics. Also, go subscribe to our podcast that are on every platform ever for the Daily Charge. I'm Roger Chang. I'm Alfred Ng. Thanks for joining us. Bye.